Hello and welcome to today's broadcast. It's about faith and love and healing prayer and I believe that God is going to do something today. This is a very powerful testimony that really altered the course of my life and it caught me by surprise and sometimes God speaks to us through our experience which ends up becoming quite a testimony. And I want to share it with you and I'd ask you to really tune in and listen carefully to what I'm saying here. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, it's easy to, to get away from uh, what God is, is, is saying. And, and here's something else. So be very attentive. But I want to read to you uh, from Mark chapter 8 and verse 38. And this is what it says. He says, Whoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. That's something you don't want. You don't want Jesus to be ashamed of you, and I don't. I want him to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And none of us is perfect, though, and we have to be alert and aware when we're, when we're tempted to be ashamed of him and of his name. And, and that's what happened to me as I humbly confess to you that I believe I actually sinned without really knowing it, but I guess we can become self-deceived. But God took measures to correct me, and I thank God that he chastens those he loves. Amen? So let me tell you what happened. Um, I have a Jewish friend. He's a very nice guy, and actually been very, very wonderful to me and to the church, and I just can't thank God enough for him. And and But he was Jewish and very proud of his uh, Jewish heritage, and uh, although we would talk about God, uh, it would be about the God of the Old Testament for him. And I, I pray for him and his salvation, but I, I could see when the door was open and, and when it wasn't, but it wasn't. So I, I kind of just was kind of there. And anyways, uh, circumstances happened that his grandmother died, and she was Catholic. And uh, his mother had converted to Judaism when she married his father, and he was raised in a Jewish home and very proud of his faith, and I love that. Well, anyways, <clears throat> his grandmother died, and he asked me if I would do the funeral. She, she had died at an assisted living center, really didn't have a Catholic priest, and he knew I was a Christian. And I said, absolutely, I'd be honored to do her funeral. So um, we met and everything, and we prepared to do the funeral. And as I was preparing the eulogy, I thought this was a good idea. <laughs> Beware of, of uh, when you think something's a good idea in your own mind. It goes contrary to Scripture. But I thought, well, you know, I don't have to mention the name of Jesus in the eulogy, and I'll just say we pray to our great God in his great and holy and wonderful name, his magnificent name. But I won't mention the name of Jesus because I don't want to offend him. <laughs> ah, yeah yikes, beware of that, you know. So anyways, the funeral goes beautiful, and I pray to God in his matchless, wonderful name, and but never mention the name of Jesus. And I get into the hearts with the funeral director on the way to the cemetery. So I'm in the front row of the hearts, the body's in the back, in the casket, and this train of cars are following us. And I'm just patting myself on the back. I say, didn't I do a great funeral? And I didn't even mention the name of Jesus, so I didn't offend Zach, and this is so wonderful. And so all of a sudden, we're on Woodward, and we cross 16-mile road, and, you know, the Hertz has the right-of-way, and there's like three rows of cars, but there's that fourth row, and then 
we're, we're crossing, and all of a sudden, I'm sitting right there, and right in front of me, bam, the, this fusion hit hit our car 40 miles an hour, two feet in front of me. I, I mean, I watched it happen, I, and I, I I shook, and 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 I I, I said, what, what you know, what happened? What's going on? You know, so I I, I was in a daze. I, I got out of the car, and the car blew up. It went in fire. They called the fire department. The casket had flown out of the back of the Hertz, and and they had to call the funeral people get a another uh, hurts to come out. They wanted to complete it. I'm sitting across the street, just the smell of things. The sm- and I, I'm saying, Lord, what, what ha- this kind of stuff doesn't really happen to me in my life. God is very gracious. He's my refuge, my fortress, my deliverer, my hiding place. I don't have that stuff, thank God, happened to me. But here it was happening, and, and so I had to ask the Lord. So I, I finished the funeral. They took me to the uh, cemetery, and I got home, and I got before the Lord in prayer. And I'm telling you, you talk about God taking you to the woodshed. I'm telling you, he chastens those he loves. And he says, don't you ever be ashamed of my name again. That's my name. You're saved by calling on that name. There is no other name but Jesus. And you, you speak his name. You're never to be ashamed of the name again. I placed you there to say the name. And I said, oh, my God, I, I'm sorry. I have the pictures of the, of, the, uh, of the accident. I look at it on occasion and say, oh, my God, I've never been in a car accident before. It was just, and so I promised him I would never, you know, uh, be ashamed of the name. And I, I don't care where I am, I have to pray in the name. And otherwise, I don't pray. So what ended up happening is a couple days later, he called me up and he said, how are you doing? Oh, I said, oh, I'm good. I'm healed in the name of Jesus. I'm saved. Jesus protected me. Jesus, he got Jesus up one end and down the other. <laughs> I, I wasn't ashamed of the name anymore because that I called on that name and he saved me, protected me, healed me, delivered me. And sometimes he has to speak to us through circumstances so we will hear. Maybe God's speaking to you right now. Are you ashamed of the name? Are you ashamed of your testimony? D- don't. Whatever it costs you, you don't. Be ashamed because you want him to acknowledge you before his Father and the holy angels on the last day. That's what's important, not what these people think of you. And I fell for it. I was self-deceived. But God has forgiven me and taught me, and I'm teaching you. And what I'm going to pray for you right now, because there is somebody I know listening who's, who's, who's hiding their Christianity. They're hiding their faith in Jesus Christ. And God wants to pull that bushel basket off your head and wants to set you on top of a mountain so that everybody can see. <laughs> That's the kind of life we live, okay? So right now, I want you to just touch the... the computer, whatever you're listening on your phone, and I want to pray for this thing to be broken from your life. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I break the spirit of shame, of the shame of the gospel, and I ask you to replace it with the spirit that says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for me unto salvation. Father, quicken somebody right now by that word and give them a holy boldness, and may they proclaim the name from the mountaintops in Jesus' name along with me, because I'm never going to be ashamed of that name again. Oh, my God, forgive me, even at the thought of it. Praise God. Okay, I love you, and I'm not ashamed of the name, and you call on the name. Tell a friend about the program. Send me a line if this ministered to you in any way. Write me, frankjulian, the numeral five, at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. Pick up my book. Get these testimonies. The book is The Story of a Soul 2, T-O-O. You can get it on Amazon. My movie is called Forbidden. Go ahead and get that on Amazon. I'd love to minister to you. Amen. Okay, God bless you. Tune in next week. Bye for now.